Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. In recent years, Mastermind has been named an artist to watch by Complex, Hype Magazine, and even NPR. And this year, the 28-year-old St. Louisan born Muhammad Austin is making good on that promise. The video for his new single, Gems, debuts today, and it's just the perfect track for this fraught moment. And Gems is part of what Mastermind plans as three interconnected EPs. They're titled B, Great, and Fool. Mastermind calls the 23-song project Be Great Fool. And joining us today to talk about this ambitious project and that new video is Mastermind. Mastermind, welcome to the show. Hey, peace, peace, peace. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be here. It, it felt really good just listening to uh, and soaking in the moment and being present. Like, thank you guys. Well, it, it feels great to hear that track. It feels like you're absolutely speaking to this moment that we're in when you talk about feeling anxious. And yet, I understand this song predates this entire pandemic. What had you feeling anxious back in the good old days of, of the winter <laughs> of 2020? <laughs> Man, winter of 2020, I was on my own quarantine almost because I had this album to work on, you know, and um, being a father, being a husband, being an independent artist, like I was out here juggling all of those things and also, you know, juggling my my mental health, juggling, juggling so much. And at times like... Um, I have very high heights for myself. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of like not really always reaching that target, it's still monumental. And at times I would give myself an unnecessary amount of anxiety. You know what I mean? Like on this quest of like being the greatest version of myself. And so. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a hard thing. Yeah. So it, it definitely was an easy street before the pandemic came and, and changed our whole world. You were already struggling with, it sounds like a lot was with your own ambition. Yeah. But, you know, we we fought it, though. You know what I'm saying? We we straight through hands with it. <laughs> and you turned it into art. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's the facts, yeah. Now, I understand you filmed the video that has dropped this morning. You filmed it right, and I mean right before the shutdown. Uh, what happened with that that filming? Man, so I get a call from my manager. She was like, yo, family, um, you know, the corn, um, the... The curfew is about to happen and quarantine, like we need to speed up this process for the album. Without further ado, we shot the album cover that the the day before, and then the next day I called my guy Keaton, um, a director from Lindenwood University, and um we we me, him, Dawson, and my guy Brian, we put together this video in, in, in the span of like <laughs> the next eight hours. We just went to work and um we put together something so beautiful. It's a great video. So you shot this all in eight hours. How did it needing to work that quickly change your artistic vision for this song and for that video? Well, um, for us, it was almost kind of straightforward. You know what I mean? And, and, and the biggest thing was just that just being naturally organic to us, to who we are, and then finding other elements of like, yo, like, let's let's 
let's go dig a giant hole. <laughs> let's go dig this giant hole and uh, and, and show people that like, yo, you are. Th this is you getting closer to you pulling up this gym. What you've been unearthing. What you feel like you may not ever get your worth. Like you right there, you know. And mm -hmm. it was. We just um we just stuck w w with what we do best, man, and working with constraints. That that's honestly what COVID has done. It, it, it honestly has catalyzed my creativity because uh, I mean, creators we always work work with constraints. It's usually money constraints. <laughs> yeah, and so the different constraints of this time that we're in and and things being shut down, that's actually helped to fuel your creativity rather than held you back. Biggest of facts. Biggest of facts. Correct. What has kept you? I feel like so many people have been rendered almost catatonic by this moment. They're having a hard time getting out of bed. They're just feeling like this is just mm -hmm. such a slog. What has kept you from being able to have a different perspective on all of this? Woo! You know what it really is? And I had to raise my energy up. Um, it's not even my music. It's my family. Mm -hmm. It's my family. You know what I mean? It's my wife. It's my son. It's my. It's, it's, it's all of my family, you know? And I state that because... They are the anchor to to this dream. They are the anchor to what I can provide. They are the anchor to um, to days where anxiety is hitting so heavy, which most likely comes from music. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they are the only they they are the only thing that can really cleanse that. You know what I'm saying? And um, with that motivation, like I've been taking things to a whole higher level and making sure that I get not just myself and my career in the best position, but like, yo, let me get my family to its highest heights to where that we can operate, to where we can operate on optimal levels. From there, that that took care of everything else that I needed to do personally because I raised the bar. Mm -hmm. I took that ceiling off, like, you know. So in yeah. terms of raising the bar, certainly doing a three EP project seems hard e enough to do a single EP. You're talking about doing three. <laughs> I understand you you originally saw this as one longer record. What made you decide to break it down into parts? Man, so, yeah, uh, originally this 23-song LP, it wrote itself on my heart, on my soul. Not even wrote, like, it, it, it wrote itself, produced itself, mixed itself, arranged itself, like, it was this beautiful spiritual composition that allowed me to birth a new sturdiness in myself. And I was so tied to it that I was having a hard time taking advice from like some very key music industry influence, like hmm. key music industry people who happen to be like on my manifestation list. Like they, they listened to my project, they gave feedback and it was like, yo family, like you gotta, you gotta cut this up so your songs can get its full value. And I was having a hard time digesting that, just being an artist, being an independent artist, being someone who, like, my my skin is on this music, you know what I mean? And um, I listened. <laughs> I took some time and, and, and I listened so that this project in itself, you know, it can... It, it's going to propel me from local to global, these projects, you know. So it, it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about strategy. And um, since I was blessed to be able to get some insight, you know, sometimes in St. Louis, we don't really always have the full music industry, like right here in front of your face, giving you game, you know. And so that was an opportunity where I took notes and I'm applying. And you listened. And so now this is going to end up being three different EPs. I want to play another song from this project. We played Gems earlier. This song we're going to play now, uh, this is called Ungrateful. Look at me, I've been so ungrateful. Questioning, questioning what I'm made for. Where my mind been for 
focused on them bankrolls. I'ma need them pesos. Cash that gold is pesos. Give me the loop. No compensate, no compensate. Keep it brief, let the case blues. Had to tell myself, pace bro, pace, pace bro. Had to talk with my angels. Hello, bro, you ungrateful. And that is Ungrateful by Mastermind. And Mastermind, of course, is my guest today. Uh, Mastermind, it feels like your faith just really comes out in the song. You talk about your angel. Um, uh, What's the idea on this song? Man, it's really me uh, tapping into my higher self, you know. And a lot of the times, again, you know, it's these anxieties. And, like, I even had this song called More, you know what I mean? And I would often catch myself just not being able to be appreciative of the now like mm-hmm. i was always i would always be focused on like the future i would always be focused on something other than than the present when in reality like being present that is the gift you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so many beautiful people showing love to me so many people extending resources and opportunities and at times when when you're not where you think you so-called should be you began to just be so ungrateful. And there were always like very little divine moments that would always kick me right back. Like always, like, like, and again, me being present to those, I began to, I began to acknowledge it. I began to appreciate these signs. I began to see how much that I was in sync and, um, and, 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 and just aligned and just began to start trusting those more than what would what in reality would be my destructive thoughts mm-hmm. you know what i mean whether that's like <laughs> not a physical destruction or whatever that it may be but i'm talking about like things that's that that's not actually helping me get closer to where i even want to be mm-hmm. or just appreciate what's in front of me like yeah it, 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 it became so innate it became so obvious that my life was just like yo this that thinking is just not going to work for you. And you're going to see a lot of stuff not work if you think that way. Hmm. So I have to notice have how to this, this song, Ungrateful, it ties into the title of the whole project, which is Be Grateful. Is, that, is this sort of the theme of the whole 23-song set? Or am I reading way too much into that? No, 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 no. So it's the theme, but it definitely wrote itself. When I wrote Ungrateful, I had no idea that my project was going to be called Be Grateful. Hmm. You know, and... Um, it all began to wrote itself. It, 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 it all began to tell this story because secretly what I was writing was the survival guide for this dreamer endure, the survival guide for this for this husband, this father, this full-time self-employed individual balancing and juggling in the middle of St. Louis, Missouri. I was writing my mental survival guide of how it was going to get me to this very moment <laughs> and beyond. Now, I understand your... Your faith is important to you, um, that you are a Muslim. Were you raised Muslim? Yeah, um, born and raised, born and raised, man. And yeah. do you consider yourself devout? I do, I do. Um, I do. Um, How does yeah. that shape your perspective? <laughs> for me, it's, for me, the biggest thing is um, it, center, it centers me, it grounds me, and... I have a stronger identity for for peace mm-hmm. and how to also still step into your power. And that's one of the biggest things. Yeah. 
So you reference that faith even more directly in a song from 2017. And this song is, um, in some ways, it, it's it's kind of a more humorous song than the song that we yeah. just played. But and it's also a more political song. It's a, it's a serious yeah. song. Uh, this song is called Halal, and it, it tackles both police brutality and the shortcomings of the public school system. Let's listen to that. I ain't really trying to be impatient, but you took a fuse when we seen the station. I can cover my future, still bless my future. Get that black activist house to the pool. Legalized shooters, rapping some books in my hookies and tutors. Public schools got free us food. DCS, better all commuters. Unless you get a book by the four recruiters. Lord, so sick and tired of being like, off a loser. We just want books in a new computer. Lose for looters, don't confuse the looters. So I'm Ferguson in the flame, Michigan. Tell them we ain't finna miss again. Fighting with a fist against the wind. Over 10 to 10 of a cinnamon. Don't bring no poke on my fork. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot stop it. And that is the song Halal by Mastermind. There's so much in these lyrics. In, in one lyric you say, uh, public schools got us effing fooled, uh, DSEG stranded all commuters, unless you're getting booked by the fall recruiters. I understand you were part of the desegregation program here in this area. That's where kids from the city get chosen to go to schools in, in nicer parts of the county, nicer quote unquote. Um, how did that work out for you? Six years old, 6 a.m. at the bus stop, two-hour drive. That's two brutal. Hour bus drive out to Clayton from one of the poorest parts, but still richest parts as far as spirit is concerned, out to uh, out to Clayton, you know, every day. And um, to be honest, it was quite the experience. There were times too where it was rough. It was very awkward. One of the only few black kids in the class. There were times where people um, within the Clayton community wanted to get us out of their schools because, man, they're ruining our test scores. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's been fights. There's been other things. Then in the same boat, I literally watched these kids from the school get up and protest and walk out of school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so for me, I was like, you know what? I was able to see the actual full spectrum of St. Louis of how, like, there are some very close-minded individuals who are can happen to be gatekeepers and then in the same boat i see individuals who are who who don't stand for that and they stand with the people they stand with their moral intelligence over some over you know passed down Hmm. nonsense so it sounds like it was almost good 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 preparation for life you kind of saw it all at an age when most of us are still in our own little bubble Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm I understand. I saw an interview where you said you used to be quiet and shy. Um, was yeah. part of that just feeling like a fish out of water in this very wealthy school district? A piece of that is is one of the biggest facts, you know. Um, the other end, I was really, uh, I was navigating through life. I was navigating through a lot of healing that I didn't even know that I had to do, hmm. you know. And um, music really happened to be my voice for that music really gave me my confidence <gasps> music really gave me my confidence y'all like <laughs> it, no seriously like I, I was a very quiet kid and my anxieties and mixture of trauma would have me very sad and depressed mm. and almost like tears dropping on my face I'm just gonna be very transparent because I know a lot of people offer also go through those same things for me music happened to be my therapist it happened to be a way that I was able to express my emotions, tell my story, and feel heard in this world other than just inside my head. And, and um, yeah. 
And what led you to music? Were you somebody who came into it through like a, a band class or you just found it as a listener? Um, man, I found it as a listener out the womb. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my dad, my dad is a, is a music connoisseur. He's a manager for a reggae band and manager for so many other local artists and amazing people, man. So like I, I was always tapped and rapped in that at the birth. And then my mom, um, beautiful fashion designer, you know, uh, she's and, and, and she's killing it right now, too. But we did so much traveling as a kid. So I watched my mother monetize her creative endeavors and traveled across the country. So there was always a mixture of like music and pushing your passion, but then also monetizing it to take care of your family. Hmm. So the arts were really in your blood. I mean, you get it from both yeah. mom and dad. That's facts. Yes, it's 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 it's, it's so imperative. I, I don't think I would have been innately gifted with um with a lot of these different things, man. You know that was that was uh it wasn't just by random luck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This this was your destiny, and now now you're fulfilling it. Um, not only do you have this great project uh, that you're in the middle of, the Be Great Fool project, you've also had the opportunity to be the opening act for some big name stars: Travis Scott, Chance the Rapper, G Easy, and more. These are names even old people like me know. Um, have you ever been <laughs> tempted to leave St. Louis and you know try to make it in LA? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, we're living in this world in, in, in day and age to where, especially at one point in time, I had felt like I had really reached the ceiling. You know, like I was working on my craft and doing such amazing things, and I felt like I had such high praise from all of the people around me in my community. But I was like, man, I am still an infant to where I want my knowledge to be. Mm-hmm. And so at one point in time, um, Really, me and my wife, we did a lot of, we, we pretty much was traveling nomads, you know what I mean? Like, we, uh, we, we, we packed up our downtown apartment, and we just started traveling and hitting the road. Like, her business, um, she's a creative hairstylist out here, and um, we were able to just travel the road, go out to L.A., stay out there for three months, go out to, we're at, go out to New York two weeks, go out to texas and just going to these different areas and being a part of the artist community being being involved just being just navigating in a city to where there are like six lane highways and (laughs) and very thick uh public transportation just even the smallest things of that to me like it heightens your problem solving skills in order for you to really handle business Hmm. you know so it was um, very key. To be honest, one, the, the biggest thing that really kept me here in St. Louis, you know, le- let alone the love from the city and, and all of the resources that are here, like, I'm, I'm so appreciative of that. And, and that's a gracious. But, you know, when we had our son, you know, we were surprised with the, with the biggest gift in the world. And so we had to make a decision how to switch and adjust our lifestyle. Mm. And from getting back firmly rooted into St. Louis and being that much more present to the resources that that are here and my new heightened eye from traveling, I was able to find way much more resources and opportunities here. And that is um, that is just terrific to hear. It's so good to hear that St. Louis is is working for you. And unfortunately, we are out of time today, but it was just great hearing about your journey. And, and Mastermind, I want to thank you for joining us. 
course, of course, of course, man. Uh, yeah, y'all. So you can catch me anywhere on all streaming services, anything that's mastermind. That's right. That, that's mastermind. Look him up. Monday on St. Louis on the Air, we'll ride along with Stray Rescue. We'll learn about how a Belleville businessman solved a family mystery. Podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air are available wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Evie Hemphill and Lara Hamden with production assistance from Aaron Dorr. The senior producer is Emily Woodbury. The executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Funsky. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.